What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Smalley Talk Podcast. This is your host, Joshua Aaron Shrinko. I don't know if that's how I really you really <laughs> say it, but I'm taking a wild guess. It's not pronounced Shrinko. No, that seems um, very, very gringoized. <laughs> I got my other hostess with the mostest, <laughs> Christian Bond. What's mm, up, dude? Well, what is up? We're up in... Uh, I call this the sex dungeon. It is, yeah. And honestly, because, you know, it has a bunch of sex swings everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I call that. This is so. where I store them. <laughs> this is where I store my things. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, we got chased out of the house because Chris has got a a new little, uh, a little human being that got yeah. birthed recently. Away, away in the manger. Just a newborn baby in there. <laughs> Fruit of his loins. <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> I'm yeah. the father of many. So this is number three for you. Uh, yep. Is this uh, is this finally it? This is it, bud. Surgically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Surgically confirmed. Um, you gonna, you gonna schedule that pretty soon then? Uh, no, it's been taken care of. Oh, Ashley, just did it at Ashley home. Actually, got her you ripped oh, out. Oh, okay, gotcha. The doctor, the doctor asked me if I wanted to cut her fallopian tubes. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you want to cut the the umbilical cord? I said, give me them flopes. <laughs> I want to snap. I just want to sever them flopes. Just scrubbed in, dude. Just yeah. cut those bastards. Those fallopian <laughs> tubes are freaking ex-nay, dude. That's so hot, dude. That's like a that's like a pretty big fantasy for a lot of guys. Just snipping those fallopian <laughs> tubes. I bit them clean off. <laughs> no, I did ask her to save them. I said, we're gonna make a a very nice little pasta dish out of those things. <laughs> Did you know a girl? Gro- we're going to uh, all dogs go to heaven with with her left fallope. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so gross. It is gross. I don't like it. This uh, is junk. If it was, if you were talking about cutting me open, I'd be getting real white about right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we did have a real a little bit of a uh, you know we'll talk fishing here in a minute, obviously. Yeah. But I did have a little bit of a scare. Uh, I was sleeping. In the, ho- I mean, first of all, every everything's good. Baby and mom, healthy. Uh, blessed. Hashtag hopefully blessed. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this and be super offended about the fallopes. <laughs> but it is what it is. It's out there. But um, so we're we're sleeping, sleeping in the hospital room um, on like two days after the baby's born. So it's the second day we're there. And they come in and they're like t- telling us like how the baby did, you know, like because they had him for like an hour doing some like tests or whatever. Come back, they're like, "Oh, everything's good," and they're like, "The baby's blood type is um, is O negative." And I'm like, doing the quick calculus in my brain, like my wife's A negative, I'm A positive. Like, <laughs> what? I, like, woke up from, like, a deep sleep. I was like, what did you just say? And Ashley's, like, looking, like, has this, like, look on her face, like, I thought you were asleep. <laughs> and I'm like, what did you just say? Dang it, I'm caught. <laughs> I, and the, the nurse, like, looked over at me, like, startled. And I was like, what did you just say? And she, like, told me the blood type. I was like, hold on. I was like, how is that possible? Blah, blah, you know, like, going. she's like, we just did the research. We were confused about it, too. Apparently... You're both AO carriers and like they they did the research, but 
Yeah. Turns out the baby is mine. <laughs> uh, and it's, one it comes out and it's like it got super dark skin and dark hair. <laughs> yeah, I mean the baby is <laughs> definitely like, like I just yeah, you know, I don't know what happened. Like literally spitting image of my son, so yeah. you know, it's it, it's it was definitely I had no like I've never I never had a moment of like <laughs> I I trust my wife like completely. So like the idea of like them springing the blood types on me and me waking up and being like what? <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> it was pretty jarring. Ashley's like I'm confused. Oh. I was like yeah, you better be. <laughs> <laughs> if you weren't confused, we would have major problems yeah, right now. It was pretty great. Let me explain. <laughs> all all is good in the hood and uh yeah, it turns out the boy is mine. All right. So, I say if Ashley's going to cheat on you, she's got to find another ginger cuz yeah. like, some light skin dude with light hair. She's got a type. Can't can't. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> or you do you, could you pass for a vampire? <laughs> sure. <laughs> get up in the, get up in this. <laughs> Oh my! Yeah, so you got a little dad bod and some basically translucent skin. Get up in this. Well, whoever she finds or could find, he couldn't smallmouth fish as well as you. So I guarantee that. You just lay it down. And be like, dude, you can't even. I bet you can't even catch a smallmouth. Like, no, you don't understand. I'm moving into your house. Like, but can you fish? <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, get out. <laughs> like, All right, but I'll see you on I'm the I'm going to go fish. <laughs> I'm taking just, my boat. <laughs> guy just does like a knowing nod to Ashley, like, you're right. <laughs> He's got to go. <laughs> I'm glad I was here for this. <laughs> Would you stay and wash just once? <laughs> yeah, obviously, from outside. <laughs> just breathing on the window. Steaming it up. <laughs> I'm so sad. <laughs> All right. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, where do we go from there? <laughs> yeah. Well, we do I, have we do have a fancy beer. Yeah, that Chris prematurely popped. I pre- prematurely. So popped. I got to do the honors. This is from Aaron Kimball. Yeah. Kimball. Kimball. Kim. Kimball. 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 Mm, I'm not sure. Well, we got a pretty fancy one tonight, so I actually brought two beer glasses with me. Um. And it looks pretty good in that glass. I'm not gonna lie. It's it's a a beer from Untitled Art, right? And uh, I did a little video on this on our page oh, when you I did? got them in the mail. Yeah, and I like didn't see the Untitled Art part, and I was like, it's from the chocolate shop ice cream. And yeah. then somebody pointed out, like, no, that's from Untitled Art. Yeah, there's a lot of different. There's a lot of writing on here, so I'll give you a. It's called Untitled Art's written like fifteen times. Yeah, <laughs> around the top it is, but yeah, and Chocolate Shop is a very small thing in it. But uh, it's it, the beer is called This Just Got Serious, or no, this I think maybe they're bleeping out a cuss word. Mm-hmm. So this, this shit notes it's stout. S-T-O-E-T. Oh, this. Oh, okay. This see, stout symbols. just got serious. They're symbols, so it's not just English. So I, I can read. I promise. <laughs> this stout just got serious, and then the and they put the symbols the in there to make it look like you're saying shit. It's but artist, you're actually you're playing stout. You're saying stout. So it's an imperial stout with cocoa nibs, caramel and milk sugar, or caramel caramel and milk sugar brewed, canned by Untitled Art. And Chocolate Shop Ice Cream Company in Mil- 
uh, Wanaki, okay. Wisconsin. So it's like a collaboration then. Collab. Yeah, I like that. It's pretty dark. I mean, the cocoa nibs. I mean, I'm not going to lie. This is my kind of beer, and I think that's why he sent it. So I'm going to do a little pop here. Ooh, that was, oh, yeah. That, that sounds so good <laughs> in the mic, dude. All right, um, here, let me hold this over here so you don't split on your computer. Mm, this is good radio right here. I don't know if it's you can hear that. I don't know. <laughs> but I just put the mic next to it while I was pouring it. It's got a very appropriate sized head. Yeah. Uh, that was a good pour. That was a two-man pour. Right <laughs> it was. Uh, very good. Yeah. It's a, it's very chocolatey. I'll tell you that. I can smell the chocolate. Yeah. I had a I had one last night. Uh, it was a Goose Island um, anniversary Bourbon County Stout. Mm. Dude. Let's put it this way. I drank half a beer and I was drunk. Really? <laughs> and I go, I was. We were, went out to. Is this an IPA? Did you say? No, it was a stout. Oh, it was a stout. Yeah. Um. I drank half of it. And I was, we were out downtown last night, me and Katie, and I was like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I'm feeling pretty buzzed on half of a beer. But then I looked, I found out it was like 16. percent so. I was gonna say this is 11. percent Yeah. So I'm basically shotgunning this right now. <laughs> I like that. Chris, Chris has uh, got a story. My brother was telling me he was uh, trying to do an Instagram, like a little shotgun off with, I think uh, um, Nick Nacrelli, mm-hmm. and he he tagged all, me in a shotgun beer. Yeah. So Danny, all he had was the these taxman like. Nine percent or eight yeah. percent, and apparently, Chris shotgun the first one and did it, but it was like not up to his standards. So then he proceeds to shotgun a second one immediately afterwards. And my brother's like, "Are you sure you should do that?" And he <laughs> said, "He said you got done with the second one, and like ten minutes later, you were hammered." Oh yeah, I'm a complete lightweight because, like I said, I've said this on the podcast before. I don't drink very much, like at all, like once a Ooh. month, maybe. So. Yeah, two beers will get me there. I'm not even mad about it. I'm a cheap date. You hear that, boys? <laughs> cheap date. No, I mean, when you shotgun 8% or 9% beers, that's going to happen, <laughs> especially if you had not eaten much. Mm-hmm. Dude, that'll that'll put you back. Um, this, I'm not going to lie, dude. This, this is, is ticket. fantastic. This is like, this is, I'm going to reserve my rating for later in the show, but... It's going to be my highest rating Oh, wow. Highest rating ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. All right. Well, there you go. All right, so we got a, we got a little bit of fishing to talk here. Yep. I mean, first I'm going to start it off by saying I know you're going to talk shit. Yeah, dude. You're, you're going to get some shit. Listen, I'm nice. completely fine with it. Yeah. I'm prepared. Yeah, be, I, be prepared for it. When you sent those pictures of the fish the other day, Immediately, I was salty. Immediately, I was salty. Yeah. Because I was thinking the whole day I wasn't having a very good day, and I was like, man, I hope Chris didn't, like, have a really good day. And then you text, and you're like, oh, I crushed him. I was like, Yeah, dude. At first, Uh, I talked to Danny. And I know. Well, you kept trying to call me, and I just didn't have good service. But I was just trying to help I will say that. I will say this. When you called... I probably wouldn't have caught that 20 had you not called because it motivated the shit out of me. Yeah. 
I was fishing hard, dude. The last like two hours. Did you? And you were fishing the pattern that I told you to fish too. No, I wasn't. I did. I think that's what kind of messed me up, honestly. I switched from what I was doing, trying to emulate what you had said. And the problem was, you just couldn't. It was so damn windy, dude, on a kayak. Like, I fished like 30% efficiency. Like, it was bad. What were you, what'd you catch the fish on? Uh, uh, spinnerbait. What color? It was white and chartreuse. That's what I told you to fish. With an orange blade. But I, I threw that in the morning and I gave up on it because the water was a little clear than I thought. And then when you called me, I tried throwing a fluke and I'm like, this is not working. Um, and then I was like, well, I'll th- tie on a, like a white spinnerbait, like a smaller one. And I fished with that, and I didn't even catch a single thing on it. But, it, dude, it was honestly the thing that defined that day. I'll, I'll talk about my day, and then I'll let you talk about yours. Um, I got to say, chartreuse and white bait fish pattern was what I called you with. You did. I that's not. I picked that back up thinking it's a big spinner bait. It's like a half-ounce spinner bait. Mm-hmm. And it, I was like, man, this is probably a little too much for this water. But I was also thinking if I get bit, it's probably going to be a big fish, and that's what ended up happening. Well, uh, here, just for a little backstory here, and why I am gonna talk some shit, <laughs> because uh, my buddy texts me late on a Monday night and says, "Hey, give me the number for that guy that we use for the put-in." Actually, text you during the day. Private you waited access. all day to text. I was me. busy. I was busy all day, so I saw the text. I'm like, "Oh." Well, guess who has the day off tomorrow? And what did I say after that? I said, I'm going to this place with my brother. He said, okay, yeah, he's going to this place with his brother. So I'm like, okay, well, I've got tomorrow off. Maybe I'll join my friends, (laughs) Josh and Danny, because I'm friends with both of them. And, you know, I think that the news that I'm getting ready to tell Josh is going to elicit like a, yes, that's awesome. Like, we can all go fishing together. This is going to be great. In reality, the reaction was like, uh, yeah, you can go with us, but you're going to fish behind me and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and like, I'm not going out in the raft. And if you want to go, I mean, that's fine. But, you know, uh, it's going to have, you know, it's like all these conditions. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever, dude. I was like, I'll give you the number. You go do your thing. I'm not invited. I felt like you were kind of holding that number. Like, I'm not going to give it to you. Of course I was going to give it to you. I knew you would, but. I thought you, I've already. It's like a bargaining chip. First of all, I've already sent you the number. I know, I couldn't find it. But yeah. second of all, of course I'm going to send you the number. Mm, but anyways, you. it was a complete uh, self-invite, which was met with like a complete like, <laughs> oh, no, we want, yeah, no, that'd be great. And it wasn't even like that. It was more like, yeah, I guess that'd be okay. Okay, I'm going to explain myself. Dude, what no. you what you said is accurate. I'm not going to lie. It was 100% accurate. Yeah. You didn't misread me. I will fully admit this. I had planned to go with my brother. Mm. I'm going to look you in the eye when I say this. I don't even want to <laughs> fucking look at you, dude. <laughs> I had planned to go with my brother. I haven't hung out with my brother in probably two months. Since yeah. Christmas. So, three months. Well, And we had planned to... I was going to kind of... like My thing was I was taking him out to like kind of... You know, just like have some brotherly time and it's on my turf so i like brought riverside lunch and Mm. 
you know, we had planned to made sure that you excluded your friends. So it was just <laughs> you guys. <laughs> well, that was it. Was kind of like a I wanted just to hang. You go with your brother all the time, so mm. I you don't. And Danny has expressed to me that he wants a little bit more of that, like, hey, let's hang out as brothers. So yeah. it was kind of planned that way to begin with. Now, when you called me, it, if you hadn't completely given up on kayak fishing and you wanted to join as a third kayak, I would have probably been like, yeah, here's, dude, no problem. Here's the thing, dude. I would have gone with a third kayak. I almost I also was I also wasn't going to be like, I'll do whatever you want if I could go. So whatever, dude. It's it's well, whatever. And I probably so then I go out and I just chip on my shoulder, freaking crushing, dude. You did. I mean, you did. You you actually ended up getting lucking into the right. Scenario. Oh, did I? It's luck now. Interesting. I knew you were gonna kill up there, and I just pushed you into it. Uh huh. But okay. Okay. So, anyways, there's your context. And you can talk plenty of shit still. So I did want to go with my brother. Mm. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no, I did. It's, it's fine. I did want to go have a little brother, one-on-one brother time. And uh, <laughs> we got out there. One, I would say probably what hurt for you more than anything is the fact that I know you want to fish, fish that stretch. Because mm. that's a we have private access there, and it is... It's the first time I fished it in the spring. It looked way different, by the way. But we never it fished it when it had much flow at all. It was pretty low when we fished it every time last year. Um, it looked different. I'm not super familiar with that stretch because I've only fished it like three times. Guess who is? Shut up. Um, and so anyways, struggled. It was clearer than I thought. I had checked the river the day before, and I thought it was way muddier than it was because is weird the takeout it has like this like like a kind of I can see how for you guys that might be challenging you know yeah you show up and it's it's a little bit more clear but I mean some people just sort of persevere <laughs> some people just able to make some people are just able to f- see the conditions adapt overcome you know and yeah so I, I I could see it though I definitely struggled uh, to find a consistent bite, but I would like I was saying the biggest downside for me that day was the wind. It was like pro- we didn't get on the water till eleven, and by twelve thirty, dude, it was dude, it was like so much wind, like you couldn't even like it was blowing the kayak. I've never had this happen before. That river specifically, there's not a lot of geography around the river. It's like real flat, mm-hmm. dude. That the wind was blowing right through the the river and like pushing you onto one side of it. There's just it was almost impossible to fish. Um, like even like when we stopped and ate lunch, like I could barely cook our food. Like it was it was rough. Yeah, uh, I, I will say that it was pretty windy and and there was a side of me that obviously was severely crushed. You couldn't have fly fished on by a my kayak. friend's freaking betrayal, my friend's freaking <laughs> Brutus ass maneuvers, but. Uh, another side of me was like uh, seeing it so windy. I knew that if I was out in the raft, oh, that yeah, thing the, is like a sail. The raft would have been tough. <clears throat> um, I've had more than one child-sized meltdowns due to wind in the raft. Yeah, so. it was it was the second windiest day I've ever fished. First being the one with me and Derek went that fall. Oh yeah, that was brutal. So it was very windy. Um, but you know, it is what it is. 
I I I did end up eventually getting on somewhat of a pattern, um, even though I only caught seven fish all day, and then I got on a really good looking bank, and it was probably the only bank the whole day where the wind was completely blocked. So it was like in a place where there was like a hill on one side, and then right. the river bank was kind of high, so <clears throat> it blocked the wind, and I could stand up because that was a problem. I couldn't stand up. If I stood up, it just it was like a sail. Mm. So, and I hate fishing sitting down. It's just not my style. So I got to finally stand up and I had a, a stretch of probably like a quarter mile or so. It was really good water, no wind. And yeah, I, I, uh, pitched a, that spinnerbait in front of my kayak in a little root wad. Dude just had a fully visual 20 incher dart out from underneath the tree and just crush my spinnerbait right in front of me dude it That's was fun. it's like the Been waiting all winter for that one it's the official start of spring like i was like dude, that first visual this take. is dude he he like it was like one of those things i'd been envisioning this happening all day you yeah. know you'd like every time i come across a log and bump it or whatever i was like waiting for that fish which we'll talk a little bit about where we found fish because i was getting a little frustrated um why like i thought that fish would be in different spots but that fish made the whole day obviously it was a monster 20 it was thick it was full of food or eggs or something and Think it, it had was, eggs in it probably not but it was just fat i mean what was the water temperature when where you were at so the water temperature started out at like right at 50 maybe like 49.8 something like that and yeah. then as the day wore on, I think at the very, very end of the day, it was like 51.8. So it warmed up a little bit, but not much. Um, Dang. So that's, that's like not very warm, especially you compare like a week ago or two weeks ago, it was like in the mid fifties. So it like keeps going down and up. And, you know, I think for really aggressive eats, like I'm a consistent, I'm talking like a pattern, you need 60 that 60 degree temperature is like that's when they really start to like wake up and we i don't think we've had that yet this year we've had some like low to mid 50s i think it's been colder in that part of the state too yeah maybe. i think it's i think it's warmer like out west than it is in the eastern part of the state See, i don't know so. what it is on sugar right now i'd be curious to know the water temperature if yeah. there's anybody listening to this that's out and it's taking a water temperature reading on sugar let us know because yeah. I would like to know what it Hit is. Us up, dude. Uh, yeah, it was so for me. I uh, green and white, like chartreuse and white bait fish pattern. Uh, I found almost all the fish were like dead center of the river. I, I did find one fish in like on the edge, like in a like a little eddy, like a tight spot. Um, but most of them were like dead center of the river, like right in the fast stuff um, and. I had like an intermediate line on, so I was just kind of letting that fly sink down, getting towards the bottom. So like for me, the best way to do that would have been like a straight upstream cast, um, just letting it get near the bottom and then stripping it back along the bottom. And it was, you know, I mean, they wanted it moving somewhat fast. So so it, it was, was like deeper current? Deeper it? current, Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've. That's the one thing you did help me with when you sent that text because I was like, I don't like. My theory going in the day with the water temperatures around fifty, I was like, 
I'm going to find them in like cover in slack water near current. Like maybe or maybe in seams, you know, that's mm-hmm. kind of what I was thinking. Is that for me, that's like the, when they start to move in into the current, I usually, I feel like I find them in the seams before I find them like mid current. That's usually like, yeah. And they just weren't there. Like I was throwing on wood and big rocks, you know, submerged rocks and stuff all morning, like trying to get them to, they just weren't there. Like it was in the one fish I did catch a 16, like earlier in the day, it was exactly what you're talking about. It was like that kind of four to four to six feet. And it was like moving, like you could see the current on the top of the water. Uh, It's kind of that smallie speed water we always talk about. Yeah. You know, not fast, not like, you know, foamy water, but it's like moving pretty good. Right. Yeah, I mean that's where I found. I mean, I could almost call my shot when you when I walked up on the spot. I just got, you know, I saw where I caught all all the fish that I caught were like that. All of them except for two, the mm-hmm. biggest fish of the day, and uh, I caught that one was on cover in cover. Yeah, it was in a tight spot, like at the end of a at the yeah, end of a wintering hole, like yeah. right at the top of the like push water, but mm-hmm. like off to the side of it. It was like kind of like a. Like if you're looking for a spot, you know, any time of year other than, well, spring, you know, summer or fall. Right. But, um, yeah, it was, it was other, every fish that I caught was that way except for two. So I just kind of, you know, you looked at it and just got, you know, to the point where you knew there were going to be fish in these specific spots and there were probably fish in other spots too that I've missed, but Hmm. that's where I found most of them. Well, you found yourself with the even more sizable lead than you had previously. So with your little gay um, <laughs> fly bonus. Uh, I'm catching uh, shit from fly guys about that now. Yeah, you should. Um, you're at 8.3, right? Yeah, I'm thinking maybe I should lose the handicap. Uh, I mean, 8.3? I'm feeling <laughs> like you may. Are you, like, at eight, are you at 8.3? Should I take away the handicap? I mean, are you at 8.3? Uh, I'm at 8.3, but I mean, we can lose the handicap. I mean, I think that's what we agreed on, so I'm a man of my word. I mean, I'm okay losing it at this point. I think I, you, I think you, I can cut you some slack. If I you think need. at the, I, I think at the end of the season, you're going to wish you had that. So, well, like, I, so I mean, and know. now that you are going on this Minnesota trip, we could throw a wild card in there and fish count Minnesota fish. We could. I thought about that. Yeah, we could. Uh, it's up to you though. We'll talk. We'll think about that. I I think you should keep your bonus. I like your little, little. I'm okay. I mean, it, I honestly thought that it would be a little bit more competitive. <laughs> oh, God, you mother. Uh, so, but if you want me to lose, I'm okay with that. I don't no, want. I want you to keep it. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to lower your it's, standing. It's eight point three to two, so I'm six point three away. Um, yeah, that's one good trip. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really worried about. It. I did not expect. Well, I guess it's just now April, so some March can be tough, man. Like you, you've had it. You caught four of those. Well, you got two of those. What? In- caught one in January. Two in, uh, are one in one in January, three in February, and four in March. Yeah. So. Those January, February ones, sometimes that's just like a wild card. I mean, you did have a really good trip on um, this last one, which I was highly jealous of. 
but I would have taken the twenty though. <clears throat> I would have taken the twenty over those three eighteens. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I did get a twenty, and I was pretty. It's good also to see that excited about it. A twenty so. came out of that stretch too. Which That's is, two twenties. I know, but it's exciting to see, like those top end fish are in there. Yeah, because this is a new stretch to us. Really, we just started fishing it last year. Yep, it's a so. probably, it's 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 in my top three stretches in Indiana. And no, we are not giving this away. It's a hot stretch. No, <laughs> never, <laughs> never. Yeah. Uh, the stretch you fished, we're not giving that away either. No, those are probably two of my um, favorites. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, and it's definitely it's good to see the big ones are in there. Because this is a river that's kind of had a reputation as not necessarily having, like, the top-end fish. Right. And it's good to see, like, I know in the last, in the the two years we've fished it, we've caught, you've caught two 20s. I know 19 and three quarters has come out of there, several other 19s, so. Yeah. They're in there. That's a good, um, yeah, we're not going to talk a lot about that river because, if you get to go on it with us, you count yourself lucky because you're in the very select circle the of gentleman's, people. The gentleman's club, dude. Yeah, because this is it's private access. It's it's got all the makings of just we can kind of it's like our little thing. So, yeah. um, so anyways, um, so yeah, we had a couple good trips. Did we? So I did go out. I did get 118 on the board prior to this trip as my first 18. Um, I went to Whitelick, which I would not call a hot stretch. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's hot garbage. No, it's it's a good stretch. It's just um, it's <laughs> it's got a reputation. Um, it's a little runoffy. Yeah, yeah. So I did a one of those. I I kind of started out. I had the afternoon. I I cleared some appointments and. It was like two o'clock, and I'm like, man, I'm gonna go. I just, I need to go fish. So I went out and took a little small kayak with me, and started fishing in a spot where I thought the fish would be, and it was really muddy. It was like a foot of visibility, probably less. It was very dirty water. Um, <clears throat> started out in this the kind of rocky that riprap area right there on the pull off. Yeah, thinking I would hit a fish, didn't hit anything. And then I was like, well, I, I I went up to the bridge and I was like, I might as well go all the way up to that wintering spot because I was like at the, and I was like, you know, my thought is, you know, I have a kayak so I can just hop back in and float back down to my car pretty quick. That's a lot longer way than you expect it to be. Yeah. Like from that pull off all the way up to the wintering hole is, that's a long, so I like went, got When all, you do it all together, it is. Yeah, it was a long way, and it's high, so it wasn't like, you know, a lot of that, if you're just waiting with no kayak and it's low, you can, like, walk on the bank a lot of the ways. Couldn't do that. So, I got all the way up there. No, I didn't catch it. Had a single bite, nothing. Get up to the spot that I was like, all right, I know there'll be be a fish here. Fish, 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 nothing, 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 nothing. And I hopped back in the kayak to go back, and I was kind of fishing that, the bottom of that hole, Dude, I had one just crush my spinnerbait right next to the kayak. And I was in this little dinky <laughs> freaking kayak that, you know, it was, it was just like a real awkward position. I had no leverage. And, I, dude, I this thing is like rip drag underneath my kayak. Like, it was a huge fish. 
and I just never got a good hook set on it, and it just came off. So I'm like, well, I've literally spent three hours in, for that bite, and I just lost it. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, so I'm like, well, I'll just cut my losses, and Katie's texting me like, hey, I need you home. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. So I, I'm like trying to hurry. Oh, God. <laughs> I know. she. Well, I can't remember what was going on that night, but she needed me to like take June to something. Or whatever. So I get I get in the. Hopefully <laughs> uh, she doesn't listen to this either. <laughs> well, it wasn't her fault. She just needed me home. Well, for whatever reason, she needed me home. It was respectable. She needed me home, and I was I was kind of like expecting to be out there as long as I wanted to, and then I was like, I got a deadline. Yeah. So I'm like, and you just <sighs> lost a fish. Yeah, and I just lost a fish. I didn't caught anything. So I'm like, well, I'm just go. What even come out here? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. just hear the internal voice. <laughs> yeah, this I know. sucks, dude. What? This is a waste of time. I know, dude. I should have just gone to Flat Rock. <laughs> Could have spent an hour on the water. Yeah. So I get in my kayak and start going back, and I was just kind of throwing at random spots, and there's one little. It's like a. This this stretch in between the wintering hole and like the walking bridge is like maybe one like spot that's over three foot deep <laughs> like it's yeah, a really it's shallow, shallow area and there's like one little spot and it's like real nondescript there's a tree in it and i threw my spinnerbait up there and dude just got hammered i did not expect there to be a fish there and i got you know so that was that was right at 18 it's my first 18 of the year so um i gotta say this has been your worst start to the year that i've seen so far yeah, but March is usually. I don't fish a ton of March usually. Yeah, I think the pressure is getting to you, dude. Nah, I think pressure is. I think it's melting <laughs> down, dude. I got a tournament uh, a week from tomorrow, so yeah, we'll see. That's that's the real pressure because I got to defend my title. Is this a White River tournament? Well, they moved the Sugar Creek series to White River, so uh, I, I won the Sugar Creek series, and so now they moved to White River. And I got to defend my title, so I'm fishing on Friday. You can pick Thursday through Monday. I'm fishing Friday because that's the only day that I have free. And well, I could fish on the weekends, but yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Um, so fishing Friday. So we'll see what happens. I'm going to a really good stretch. Yeah. We'll see what happens. So, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Chris is I just mean, waiting for that day. He knows it's coming. <laughs> I mean, all I can say is right now, dude, you've got some work to do. <laughs> you do. I, I mean, I'll commend you, dude. You got. I mean, you're. I'll, I'll say that I think that you can do it. No doubt. I think. I think you can overtake me. This is not anywhere near. There's like going to be beyond. multiple lead changes. Uh, yeah, I could see that happening. I could also see you just catching up and just never being overtaken again i don't think so you're not giving yourself enough credit you're playing i, I you're will playing say this, the like the moment, humble man's the moment you get close i will go back to fishing conventional gear <laughs> because i i don't know that you've ever seen this side of me but i am super competitive well i will say yeah we're we're both pretty competitive <laughs> um i will say it's it it's in a good way it's making this fishing season like very um it feels different. Yeah, it does feel different, and I'll tell you why. For me, I want to fly fish, but every time I make the decision to fly fish now, I'm like, that's stupid. 
that's, like, that's, Good, a, that's exactly <laughs> what I was hoping for. It's like that's a stupid decision because you're going. You're basically this. The handicap in my mind is like it's doesn't even come close to matching like the. I don't think so. I don't agree with you. Well, you've never caught an 18 inch on a fly rod. Yeah, I barely fly fished. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So you wouldn't I'd, be in a position I, to really know. Yeah, I would because I've fished conventional next to the fly, which is the best. This is the best like way to determine like we're on the same water fishing on the right. same boat. But I'm an exceptional same... fly fisherman. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> you're just that much better than the average fly fisherman. I've been everybody, <laughs> but you know I don't have a god complex. But <laughs> well. I know whenever the water gets clear, dude, I don't really think there's much of an advantage for me at all. Unless I will, I'll give you that. When you're in the drift boat, anyways, if you're waiting, I think my ability to make longer casts do help me a little bit. But, dude, when they're on, like, a topwater bite, dude, that bug, that boogle bug's hard to beat. Yeah, I agree with you there. You know, I, and I when, you're, when you're fishing a game changer and I'm fishing a fluke, it's The advantage very, is right now. Right, yeah. It's, it's muddy... It cloudy water, yeah. And I really, honestly, every single time I went, besides White Lick was muddy, every other time when I went on that overnight in sugar, it, dude, it was crystal clear, and I was so disappointed. And I'm like, I wanted it to mud up. I'm, I was surprised to see the river that we fished earlier this week, how how clear it was. Yeah, just they didn't get a lot of rain. Yeah. It was high, though. Like, it, it was like... Normal spring high. Let's put it that way. It wasn't like high, like oh, it's flooded, but it's it was like high flows mm. for that river. Because what do we fish it that stretch? So I was looking at the one gauge that we I think we both use, and it was what like in the mid threes, like three fifty something like yeah. that. And was it in the summer when we fish it? It's usually like in the hundreds, uh, seventies. Yeah, 80s. So, so it's like three, four times what? Yeah, it normally is. It. And it, dude, that one, that stretch that me and Danny Fish looked way different because it was higher, mm. and because there was no, like in a good way or a bad way, a hard way. It was a lot harder to read. Well, that's I think what would help me because I've I I've, I've done it more than you, so I would know well, you, where the spots are a little bit better. I think you know how that stretch i feel like has a lot of vegetation like that like duckweed yeah it does stuff uh-huh. and without that it's really like different it's a very different river because that duckweed gives um a lot of current it breaks break, it breaks it up yeah yeah there's like none of that right now so it's like really hard to tell you know and like i said it's this is probably the fourth time i've fished that stretch i think i fished it three times last year and it was just i was having a hard time envisioning what was next mm. you know because you always try to do that when you're fishing you're kind of like oh, in this an is area a spot i've caught a fish a big fish in the past yeah because you down. know most of the time those fish i don't feel like they're moving super far they're going to be in different spots now than they are in the summertime but at least like in the same you know ecosystem in the river like if you have a riffle pool riffle pool there that big fish is going to be somewhere in the next Hmm. riffle or two a lot of times a really good spot in the summer is a really good spot in the spring still yeah that's true well in that spot that you and jeremiah said you saw that like 22 or whatever you called it yeah i told danny that i didn't see single fish there but really i mean I, that was during the time when dude i was getting blown around everywhere it was really hard to 
Because that's like it's frustrating, man. When you're out there and like you, especially when like for us, I mean, our time is like money. You know, like it's right. our we're taking time away from our business or taking time away from our family or whatever mm. to like take that time to dedicate it to that and then to get out there and just the you just get bent over by mother nature that's that's the game of fishing man yeah i, I mean, mean and some people just you know they see those conditions they make the changes they adapt <laughs> sure. you know, they're able to get the job done <laughs> and other yeah. people just don't do that you did, man. You did. And other people turtle I'm gonna up. Give you, I'm going to give you... I didn't turtle up, dude. I was fishing hard all day. It's I just, think I might be in your head, dude. Yeah, maybe. I think is for the health of the... Com- I mean, for your mental health, should we cancel this competition? Because I will do that. <laughs> That's definitely not happening. All right. I I fully expected the shit talking this episode because you know it's coming for me. Oh yeah, you know, I know. You know I think, it's goddamn coming. For me. I, I know these. It's coming hard. The listeners, all all three of our listeners, are like, "Well, this is uncomfortable." Well, guess you have not even met Josh Franco. First of all, second of all, it just get ready for when he steams past me with one great day at, at this tournament or whatever, and then it, you're never going to hear the end of it. So. I'm enjoying my moment in the sun, dude. <laughs> As you should. My butt is exposed to the sun. And I'm soaking. In I don't. Rays. I I I said from the beginning. I think this is gonna come down to to grit to You know what's gonna come down to? It's gonna suck too. It's gonna come down to December, and we're gonna be separated by like two fish, and we're gonna be like, I do not want to go out. It's 25 degrees out. Right, but, but we're going. To. I have to <laughs> because I'm only two fish away. That's why I'm trying to do the work now. I'm trying to build that lead up. <laughs> so going into December, you're the one that is going out on Christmas well, because morning. because I was trying to... Your wife and children crying. <laughs> Dad, please Dad, stay. Dad, please stay. <laughs> like, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta be Chris. Just play with your presents. Shut up. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was trying to get that 10th 20 this year. I had a similar feeling, but... Yeah, you dude, know. you haven't been the same since you caught that ninth twenty. I think the pressure's on to you, dude. I think well, you're, cr- I think you're cracking like Humpty Dumpty right now. Maybe we'll see how I do in the start, dude. I'm, I, I will say I've had a, I won't call it a poor spring. I'll have, it's been a grind. Like yeah. I've been out a lot, and it looks like nothing has gone. You know when you hit it right, like I had one. You trip- haven't had that yet. Dude, I had that. It's like every time it. I've went out. I mean, I hit it this last time, and it felt great. It was every, like, oh, man. Yeah. You know how to catch fish. You remember that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, yeah. it does line up sometimes. It hasn't lined up. I had that one day, I think it was like probably a, a week or so from now, last year, where I, I think I caught six 18s in one trip, and that was like, like, oh man, I just, it was butter because I remember Chad Miller went out the next day with a client and like didn't catch anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I do you know, I got that one. Like I caught it on the right day. And I just haven't caught it. Yeah. It is so. very day to day. I mean, like just for instance, I had a great day, you know, a few days ago, we just had a cold snap. So like today it snowed. I mean, not a lot, but it snowed. I mean, it was really cold. So, you know, what what that's going to do to this kind of somewhat dirty water right now, I don't know. Yeah, I, probably I'm, not going to help it. <laughs> no, it's not going to help it. I mean, I'm going out this weekend. I'm not, 
you know, my anticipation is kind of it's, like, it's not going to go well. I kind of like the the whole, like, I mean, this is normal. I said it was abnormal for it to snow because it did snow today. But I kind of like it because, you know what sucks is when it's, like, unseasonably warm yeah. all spring and it, like, pushes back. Like, it gets you thinking, like, whoa, are they going to spawn early? Like, I, yeah, like, and I can't be sure, but I think Aaron Kimball has pranked us with this beer. This is the most gas-inducing beer that I've <laughs> Are you ever... farting? I'm, like, burping and hiccuping, like, every two seconds. Dude, I love this beer. In fact, I might go ahead and rate it. Well, go, I still have a little bit. I'm going <clears> to... <throat> all right. First of all, thank you. Yes, thank you, Aaron. Super fan, Aaron Kimball, for... And isn't he from the Bronx? Can um, you tell us that? I think he's from Staten Island. Is he? No, he's not. New York. He, he is from New York, but I think he's upstate New York. Upstate New York. He, he grew up on the... He corrected us on the Susquehanna. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah. That bastard. I think Josh is... I think. Are you drunk over there? I'm sloshed. I can, see, I can see you getting a little like, a little light behind the eyes right yeah, there. Yeah, I'm not drunk. Um, So, I'm going to give this beer... Like I said, thanks to Aaron. Yes, thanks, Aaron. Very kind of you. Um, I'm going to give this beer... We're gonna go twenty and a half. Oh my god! It's the first one that's broken twenty. Yeah. Well, These and are... you are the first one in the crew to break twenty. So, nice work. Although our crew has been is being rearranged. My kind of beer. I'm gonna give it a sixteen and a half. Just not your, not your jive. Uh, the gas is getting me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had a few deep belches come up. They didn't taste great. But it's pretty good. I mean, I like the beer. It's just, I don't like, I, I think there's something in my in my gut that doesn't agree with it. Hmm. And I don't like the aftertaste. It's got a lot of milk. I got it. a weird aftertaste in my mouth. You got that? I like it. Yeah. Kinda acidic. Yeah, it's very chocolatey. But uh, anyways, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, the crew. It's being freaking altered. Oh, you're talking about the May crew? Yeah, the May crew is being altered. Ooh. May crew, um, yeah, so we had uh, Jeremiah bow out because he got a, a new job. And young like Aaron Rumus backed out too. Did he? I didn't even know he got the invite this year. Aaron is always invited. Dude. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron's like the, he's like the token Asian that we take <laughs> with us on the trip. <laughs> we don't have a token. Aaron's the man. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't, you didn't even tell me that. Well, so we have uh, really, a, a, we have a solid group returning Sans one substitution yeah. from last year, which, you know, we've talked about this ad nauseum, so I'm not going to like beat it, you know, dead horse, but dude, last year's trip just was, dude. it wasn't just the fishing. The fishing was you know if, once in a lifetime if the trip isn't as good this year we can only blame it on one thing <laughs> and that's that th- this new person <laughs> exactly a lot I of pressure on him we're gonna beat him off into the gang on the first <laughs> night of the trip just to make sure that there's no bad juju we're gonna beat him off into the gang right away make sure that he's initiated um make sure that he he knows you know what this trip is about 
And then if the trip doesn't go well, I got to say, I think that we're going to have to drown him in the upper Mississippi and leave him there for the, well, I mean, for Poseidon himself, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta preserve the, the, the good fortune we've had somehow. Yeah. I think the human sacrifice is the safest way. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so Jeremiah is out. Um, Never again to return. <laughs> Uninvited. How 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 sad dog is he about this? I don't I don't even think he cares, dude. That's what hurts me the most. <laughs> like, I don't oh, even, I a new job. I'm so excited. I don't even think he, I can't go on the trip, but I don't I, think he gives a shit. <laughs> and that's what's that's what's messing me up about Maybe it. Maybe he's the smart one because he knows that it can't get any better than it did last year. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, uh, Jeremiah's out. I think uh, now introducing. Uh, the I think Nathan Pickering is Nathan Pickering, much. baby, he's all the here. way. I, we are publicly announcing this, so he <laughs> cannot <yeah>. back out. <laughs> and if he does, then he gave me a solid. I mentioned because so when you were you know one foot in, one foot out, I was like, you know, trying to think of like who would I want to go, and it's not as much. You know, one you obviously the first thing you got to have a cool guy. So cool guy. Nathan's an asshole. Have you ever seen cool Euro- Have you ever seen Eurovision? The- yes. <laughs> Come on, be a cool guy. <laughs> be a cool guy. Dude, that's what's the song they sing uh Dude made me cry. No, the um, uh, the one y- they sing Ding Dong? Yeah. Yeah, it made me cry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> what how, what's the song what's the name of it? Something something ding dong. Yeah, yeah, ding dong. Yeah, yeah. Ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> it's very aggressive. Yeah, yeah it is very pretty. aggressive. But um, anyways, uh, old we had a couple people on the short list. Well, we did. Yeah. Um I had a couple people like teed up for if you or Mike can't come and Nathan was one of them. And I'd, you know, kind of whisper in his ear, like, hey, dude, you know, do you think you might want to go? Yeah, and he had talked it over with the wife, and, you know, I hadn't mentioned it, and he, he was he was playing it cool. He didn't was say he? anything. He was, he didn't ask. And then the other day. I don't know day, if I like that. I don't know if I like it playing cool. <laughs> the other day, he goes, you when you text me, you're like, hey, you know, Mai's out, I'm in. And I text him, I was like, hey, dude, you know, this is your shot. Do you want to go? And maybe two seconds elapsed. And he just said, text me back. He's like, yes, I'm in 100%. <laughs> so like he was waiting. You know, he'd get up every morning. He'd roll over and he'd click his phone. He's like, damn it, Josh didn't text me his last wife, night. Did, it, did, he, did he text you? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> he's been waiting for like two it. months. Don't worry about it. He will. He'll text you. <laughs> yeah, he's been like playing it cool, not wanting to say anything. But yeah, so we're glad to have Nathan coming. And you know, honestly, Nathan's a cool guy. Get ready to get. But get ready to get uh, a weird first night of the trip. You're gonna get beat <laughs> off into the gang. I don't understand that. beat off into the gang. What is this phrase you keep repeating? It's like the Bloods and the Crips. You know how they beat people and they. I'm imagining they jump us, people like, into the jerking game. him off when you say beat him off. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. That's, that was the, that was the innuendo. <laughs> that, that we're all gonna jerk Nathan off. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nathan, welcome to the crew, bud. <laughs> I just keep saying holy water the whole time. <laughs> Give me your holy water. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Nathan, get ready. <laughs> and it's been announced, so <laughs> you can't back out now. So you can't pull out now. <laughs> you 
got to stay in there. <laughs> he's like, he's like laughing very nervously. He's uh-huh. like, <laughs> they're joking, me. right? Thanks for the shout out. <laughs> I, he's definitely not going to add us with this episode. <laughs> I'm gonna tag his ass on this Instagram post. Yeah, so am I. Once we get up to Minnesota, <laughs> I'm gonna tag his ass too. <laughs> oh man, uh, JK. This- <laughs> We're just messing around. Fetch uh, meat. Just a bunch of dudes. <laughs> A bunch of dads up in a cabin <laughs> messing around. Uh, it's only weird if you talk Welcome about to it. Welcome the Northwoods, now look at my Southwood. <laughs> All right, oh, that's God. Enough. That's enough of that. That's junk, dude. Uh, no, that's so good. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, Pickering's coming. I was, what I was going to say, he's one of the few guys that I know probably... One of two or three guys I know will fully appreciate that trip. So, I think that's an important factor. Yeah, because what you don't want is someone that, you know, would experience fishing like like that and be like, oh, that was really cool. Right. You know, you want someone that, especially if it's a guy, a new new addition. So, well, welcome Pickering. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have a hell like, of a time. He, te- he just texts you like, in the middle, hey, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would get it <laughs> but yeah oh, uh, no sense. we're gonna have a really good time um and we're going we got a different house this time our our house that we had last time got snatched up so we got a cool riverside property that we're gonna be staying at um and yeah dude it's gonna be epic i mean well i'm going this weekend bud so yeah i don't know i'm uh look at that little stink bug you guys have bad stink bugs this year? Yes, last year we Dude, did. Dude, they're terrible. Oh, shit. Did I just lock that up? Uh, you're fine. Um, um, but anyways, yeah, dude, I'm going out this weekend. Are you so. going with stone, are you? I saw the combo. I or... think so. Yeah, I think I'm going to go stone. Are you um, taking them out east? or? No, I'm not sure yet. I, I don't know. I mean, I my idea with of going with him was I, I really want to fly fish this weekend. So I'm going to try and see if he learned anything out in Montana that he can help me out, maybe. Yeah. I may try to go out, like, Saturday morning before I have this thing. Or Sunday morning, whichever day's nice. Oh, so you were available on Saturday. I to- Again, dude. I told Scorn, you. Scorn, I told you what time I had to be. Scorn. You have, <laughs> I, to be, you have to be back by 2? Yeah, it starts at 2. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah, want Yeah, so I'll, I'll have to go, like, probably the same place that you went last time. Yeah. So. Well, good luck, because I killed all those fish. <laughs> you so threw them up on the bank. They're never going to eat again. I fed them to that guy's three-legged dog. I ran into a guy with a three-legged dog. Hell yeah. I saw an eagle carrying like a... War- like a uh, it was, I almost said warthog. That was pretty stupid. It wasn't a warthog. <laughs> you say, I'm the drunk one. <laughs> yeah, warthog. Yeah, it was a warthog. He picked up a warthog from eastern Indiana. God, warthog country out there. No, it was a groundhog, and uh, he like dropped it into the river from like 150 feet in the air. It like just smashed into the water. It was pretty intense. I don't know if he did it on purpose to like kill it or if he just lost its grip, but thing was kicking the whole way down, and mm-hmm. when it floated past me, it was not kicking. It was uh, it was really it. dead, and the eagle was just like flying around like. 
I think he was mm. maybe going to go pick it up. I'm not sure, but pretty Intimidated wild. Intimidated by you. Yeah, I mean, he was. <laughs> I've, I've already killed two eagles. <laughs> Did you see that? Yes. Well, I'm on the... I'm uh, just kidding, by the way. I don't know if everybody. I'm allowed to say this or not. I think I am. I'm on the tip board. Did I tell you that? No. I'm on the Indiana tip board, so I got nominated by Katie's grandpa, mm. who's a current member, so I'll turn into poacher board. No, oh, dude, you rat. So, I know. I'm a snitch, <laughs> dude. I'm a wildlife snitch. But, dude, they were raising some cane over this dude on the email thread. Uh, I killing can't imagine. Eagles. <laughs> uh, eagles are... People get very worked up about oh, eagles. dude. Yeah. Well, you, I saw they killed one, and then they were like, oh, Several. a second one. There's a serial yeah. eagle murderer in western Indiana. I didn't see where it was at. Was it western? Well, one of them was in Sullivan. I don't know where the other one was, mm. but I think I think it, it was, was really close. Indiana. I know both of them were close. Yeah, it was close enough where they thought they might be related. Double double eagle homicide. <laughs> they thought me might be related. So, <laughs> and I'll tell you what, whoever, homicide. whichever fucking or whichever freaking terrorist <laughs> is out there shooting eagles, because that's what I'm assuming it is. It's a, it's a freaking terrorist. You just know this: if you're listening to this podcast and you're out there shooting eagles, dude. That is, that is pretty shitty. Some messed up shit. That is that is unacceptable <laughs> behavior, dude. We do not condone eagle killing. On we this would podcast. never. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a very patriotic podcast, so. Yeah, dude. I even put up a video of two eagles. I know. I deleted that because I didn't. I didn't want <laughs> anybody did. thinking to recognize where that eagle's nest was, dude. I really dude, did delete it. I uh, no, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. I don't want any eagle killers to recognize <laughs> that nest, dude, and go over there and you know what's, triple homicide what's those funny, eagles. I don't know. It's funny. This must be eagle mating season because I've seen three times this spring, I've seen double eagles at a nest. So it ha- that has to be what's going on. Yeah, they maybe have young ones. Yeah. Yeah. There's something going on <clears throat> where there's two eagles in a nest. I got to say, I mean, eagles don't... I mean, I like seeing them. It's cool because we never saw them... Like, Indiana never had eagles. Like, I never had them when we were kids. Now, we have got an outrageous population of eagles. I would say, on average, I see, like, 2.3 eagles every time I go out. Well, that one time, was it you and I that were together? Yeah, and there was, like, 20 eagles in one tree. Yeah, it was insane. (laughs) Dude, I've never seen anything like that in my life. Yeah. It was like the Jungle Book or something. Welcome to the Eagle Talk Podcast. <laughs> this is your host, Chris America what Vaughn. Is, how does the what's the eagle call sound like? I, oh, I always recognize it. No, let I... me hear what your what you think it sounds like. <sighs> <laughs> let's see it. Let's hear your best Hang eagle. <laughs> yeah. Man, that was damn good. <laughs> it's really high, bitch. It's not what you would think an eagle sounds yeah. like. Yeah, well, that was pretty good. That was great. Let's hear it. What's yours? I know. I wouldn't do that. Oh, <laughs> 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 you did it again. <laughs> that was great. Man, you have got you could you could make a living doing that. Yeah. Eagle sound voiceovers <laughs> for eagles. Well, welcome to the Eagle Sound Podcast. <laughs> Dude, we had a we had a near death experience with an eagle. It almost killed us that one time. Me and you? We were waiting. Dude, we did. We got dive It was angry. It was, it was, it was very angry. Eagle. <laughs> yeah. I hope they killed that eagle. I would have killed that one. <laughs> I hope that if they killed one eagle, Dude, it would be that what one. What would you do if you snagged an eagle with a crankbait 
<laughs> what oh, would man. you do? I don't know. I'd reel it in. <laughs> Maybe cut the beak off of that eagle so that I cut my <laughs> crankbait. <laughs> it's expensive, I'd, dude. It's I'd snap the, beagle, the eagle's beak. Or you could just cut your line let it drag a crankbait around the rest of its life. No, nah, dude, never. I'd just, cut that, <laughs> I'd just cut that eagle's beak right off. Dude, the, my... Don't my, tell the tip. My best, <laughs> my best eagle, coolest eagle uh, encounter was on Monroe Reservoir with my dad. And we were bass fishing out of his boat, came around the corner, and there was an immature bald eagle. So it was like he saw the black, you know, kind of tan, tan and black feathers. Mm. And it was on a point maybe five yards from our boat perched on top of a log and dude <laughs> i've never seen an eagle up close that like that close dude it was huge they're pretty big i was like holy shit this is a big freaking bird and it like stood there stood its ground as we came around the point and dude we were like i was like from here to that mountain dew thing right there like it was right That's, there for the record josh brought a mountain dew thing to my house it's I our don't... sponsor dude hashtag mountain dew <laughs> hashtag what it, I've never. Here, it's due. I've never s- imagined that that thing would be used for anything. It did. It got I, used. Is that the first time you've ever used it? Yeah. Yeah. I was r- like, how ridiculous. can I transport two beers without bringing a huge cooler? And I brought a. I go. I brought that in the kitchen, and June was like, "What is that?" And I was like, "It's a gun. Stay away from <laughs> it. <laughs> it's a bazooka." <laughs> yeah, I just can't. I never imagined that that thing would ever be used. Yeah. I think it's really nice of them to send it, but yeah, it's the, pretty the, ridiculous. The one, the backpack cooler is nice. Yeah, I gave that to my brother-in-law. <laughs> you were gifted it for, for his Christmas present. Why does it say Mountain Dew? On it? Don't worry about it. Dude. He loves Mountain Dew, so he was stoked about it. Heck yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Eagles, dude, we got them. Yeah, so uh, so don't kill eagles. I think that's about wraps it up. Uh, I mean, I think once we got through eagle talk, I think that was about all we had. You know. We have an old Smalley Talk hotline message. I'm going to play it right now because I've been leaving it in my inbox and it's, it's... Okay, well... It's getting to me here. All right. Uh, let's see here. All right. You have so, it readily available or should I stall with my voice? Go ahead and stall with your voice. Um, hmm. I don't really... I think I've talked about everything I want. What do, <laughs> what do you have new? Anything new in your box, bud? Mm, I got those uh, Z-Man heads in, which are money, but I have not caught any fish on them yet. So I finally got my rods back from G. Loomis. Did nice. I tell you that? It took like four months. The uh, expediter program. Uh, it's that's only, really it's, expedited. Yeah, it's supposed to take, uh, supposed to take like a week and you're supposed to get a replacement rod but i think because of covid a lot of their materials are on back order it took three months Hmm. so anyways we i have it right here i'm not being critical i'm just saying i love g luma stuff so ready to listen ready yep i'm ready yeah hello my name is uh jimmy swiftbottom and i was calling because i want to apologize for a call i made in last a couple months ago well, I was imitating a fellow who had, uh, you know, one of them uh, Japanese accents, and after I was talking with my mates, and we just, you know, had a good laugh at it and thought it'd be funny to do, but then after listening to it again, I realized, like, you know, it's not really fun to make fun of people's accents and stuff, so I figured I'd give you <laughs> fellas a call back, 
And, uh, yeah, kind of offer my apologies. I didn't mean to be such a wanker. Uh, sometimes <laughs> it just happens naturally. That's what my mum says, and she's, she's been saying that for like four or three years. So, you know, it's just uh, somehow that's how people is. And, uh, you know, I apologize, and I want to let the world know that, you know, uh, I, I didn't mean no harm by it. I just thought it would be funny. And uh, I hope uh, you can pass along all of my apologies to your eight listeners. Uh, uh, maybe it's down to five or six now after that, uh, you know, kind of insensitive joke uh, at the expense of someone else's accent. Uh, like I said, I didn't mean nothing by it. And uh, I just want to offer again my apologies. And uh, both of you can sod off. <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> that was well, a good one. Thanks for calling into the to the podcast. It sounds like you're uh and that was from hang on, we got it. This <laughs> when was this from? Um December 11th. Oh, wow. It's from Down Under. Yeah, perhaps. So, <clears throat> we us, had, did he say we could sod off? That racist son of a bitch. <laughs> I I didn't like that one, but dude. <laughs> if you're going to if you're going to be in America, dude, if you're going to call someone in America, you speak American. And that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> all, all these, you know, these Australians are coming over here and they're taking all of our jobs in the taking movie. Our taking our jobs in the movie industry. They've become Thor. They've become is that, the greatest is he, showman. Is he, is he Australian? Uh, what's his name? Chris Hemsworth? Yeah, don't act like you don't know his name, dude. You've got his poster on your wall. Dude, he has such... Such nice arms. <laughs> <laughs> and there we are. No, I mean, you're welcome, dude. I mean, hey, thank you for calling in the podcast. We appreciate we appreciate you. I don't apologizing. know if that one was worth saving for four months. <laughs> <laughs> you saved that for you saved that for four months. Thank you very much for apologizing for your incredibly racist <laughs> message where you act like an Asian man. It's disgusting, to be honest, dude. Asians, I didn't I see something. There's like, uh, there's just some like trending Asian racism going. There on. is some Asian racism going on. Yeah, which I have we a are, lot of Asian friends. I'm. We're very um, anti that. We're anti-racist. <laughs> we're anti, especially Asian racists. We, we've we've stated many times that we are very pro Asian. We are. I mean, that's kind of the theme of our podcast. We drive Asian trucks. We fish with Asian lures. We do. I mean, my I asked. I, I asked my say, buddy, if I, uh, my single Asian friend, if have you ever drank an Asian beer? Uh, no, I haven't either. Mm. I asked him if he had experienced any Asian racism, and he said he hadn't, but. He said that he thought that maybe it was still it was still real. And his name is Aaron. He's I bet he gets judged all the time by his name. He said that his like distant relatives had experienced some racism. So mm-hmm. I believe it's like a, a why why the why the surge in Asian racism? I don't know. I don't know. Because of the China virus? <laughs> uh, maybe, I guess. I, I don't know. I can't really fathom why you would hate an Asian person. So, And they're really smart. <laughs> I don't, I, they're bad drivers, but they're so smart. I, I don't really understand the what you would be like. Well, they work really hard, and they're smart. Yeah. I don't know. And their food's great. What do you, what do you, yeah. what could you be uh, racist about? I know. It's like being racist against, like, Mexicans, dude. How could you be racist against Mexicans? I don't know. Great either. food, hard workers, 
I mean, I mean, there's right. there's no downside. I agree with that. Um, who knows, dude? Um, well, people are just crazy. I mean, people. I mean, you know, especially now, like you, you we get like a a bit of a rare glimpse into into like a pretty small subset of people, but like you know, putting out content exposes you to a lot of people that you otherwise would never interact with, which is a good thing 99% of the time. 99% of the people... And then that, you have the guys calling in completely trash a nation. Yeah. Other hot well, they, there you go. <laughs> but uh, no, you get like 99% is great, and then you get the 1% and you see them and you're like, and they say something to you and you're like, oh yeah, you're the, you're the person that, you know, everybody else is talking about. I will say, like, I, I would say this from a generational standpoint, we're getting pretty deep into the weeds here. I feel like racism died with our, our generation. There are, there are always going to be assholes. For no, sure. No matter what is going on. But by and large, I think racism, even for like parts of the country where that's like people think is racist, I think it's largely largely condemned by our generation. Like, I think the racism that's holding on right now are people that are past the prime. You think so? I do. Well, I mean, yes. I definitely don't. But uh, there'll be some other ism, and there already is, that we'll get accused of being so. Which we probably are. Which we probably are, and our kids are going to be like, my dad's such a mm-ist. Yeah, which I probably am, <laughs> but uh, but I don't I don't think I'm uh, I don't think I'm racist, but I probably am a lot of other ists. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> there's there's a lot of ists out there that I probably would be. Yeah, probably. If they asked me the right question, I'd be like, yeah. That's what I think about it. And they'd be like, that's incredibly blank is. We're going to be. And I'd be like, yep, probably. We're going to be old, dude. We're going to we be already old are. curmudgeon. We already are. We're dude, s- we're in a prime. Dude, don't be trying to age me. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm in my physical prime. I'm still doing all right. Yeah, you're looking great over there. <laughs> you got you got two freaking 18s. You're you're on you're on the downhill slide, dude. I'm in my freaking. You know how like a like a fighter gets to a certain like like uh, Chuck Liddell. He was the greatest, and then he got knocked out by Rasha- by Rampage Jackson. You're gonna be, and Rampage. then he he never freaking was the same. I right now am Chuck Liddell in his freaking prime, dude. And you are Chuck Liddell right after his bitch ass got knocked out by Rampage Jackson. Well, you, you're never gonna be the same. I broke your glass jaw, dude. We'll see, dude. I love I love the shit talk. I love it. Well, it's 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 filling up my motivation meter. Dude, I'm just joking. You're I'm going best. after you're the dude. Best fisherman I'm going after you're I'm the gonna best go fisherman I know. Just just I'm going to ruin my marriage. But <laughs> 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 I'm going to be out there fishing like every night until like 10 o'clock. Fishing in Josh? the dark. He lost <laughs> his business. <laughs> All right, dude. I think this one went off the rails. <clears throat> I think we're about done. Yeah, I think so. Um you have anything else for our audience? No, I don't think so. We got a we got a really cool thing coming up. Uh, we got um, our sponsor is coming into town at the beginning of May. Yeah, we're gonna be getting a couple little boaties. 
Wendy's, or at least one for right now. Can we announce the sponsor? Or I think so. I think we should announce. I think that. it's the travel plans are official. I think that. I think maybe we should just go ahead and say it. Yeah, let's do it. It's R- River Rat Rafts, River Rat US. Um, it's a um, raft company that makes. Um, Right Completely now. biodegradable rafts. <laughs> uh, so um, Brian, who's one of the owners, contacted us, and he was like, "Hey boys, we like what you're doing. We're looking to break in the freshwater, uh, or uh, not freshwater, a uh, warm water market, because yeah. most of those drift boat companies are marketing more to trout guys." And he was like, "What would you think about partnering up with us?" and you know, we went through hours of multi-million dollar negotiations, and yes, um, <clears throat> we came out on top. I mean, <laughs> we, we, we negotiated, basically, we don't ever have to work again for the rest of our lives. That's true. <laughs> if we don't want. Um, if we don't want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's. But we want to. Yeah. And you will see yeah. continued work out of this. <laughs> uh, Yeah, but just because, like, add some meaning to our lives. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so. River Rat USA, dude. Yeah. He's uh, coming out in the beginning of May and we're gonna we're gonna show them a good time yep we're, we're gonna, gonna show them what some of our our rivers I think yep. that we're maybe gonna uh, shoot some promo stuff for them and yep um, hopefully we catch a few good fish <laughs> yep. while they're out here cause that would be pretty embarrassing well my only fear and I told them this from the beginning is like you never know what's gonna happen with rivers in May like they could be great or they could suck yeah. Like, and I don't mean like suck as in, you know, fishing just not good. It's like they could be unfishable. Yeah, I mean so, that's true anytime though. It is to a certain extent, but it's a bigger gamble in May. But yeah. I think it'll be. I think it'll work out. I think yep. it'll be fine. <clears throat> so we got them coming out. So stay tuned for that stuff. Look, I think we posted a couple things of theirs on our story. So look for that stuff. Um, and I can attest fishing out of Chris's raft. Uh, for the last couple seasons or three seasons, it's a very underrated method of smallmouth fishing. And honestly, if you're looking to get on the water, you got we got a lot of kayak guys that listen to this podcast, and that's totally cool. I love kayak fishing, but if you're looking to get out on skinny smallmouth water, the type of rivers we have around here. Um, the raft really is unmatched and, and it'll float shallower. Yeah. It, I wouldn't even say it's better in shallower water. It's just the fact that it's bigger, more capacity. You can take two guys and you can fish together, which you can't really do in a kayak. Um, and the bonus is you can go anywhere that a kayak can go. And really it's better in rapids. Like, so if you got like a really nasty, like, class three rapid you got to go through yeah chris is not afraid to rip that boy through a class three bud i'll rip a class three dude no no <laughs> and just like laugh class four you know <laughs> is when i start to get a little little pucker factor yeah, yeah. Uh, i don't know if i've ever done a class four by myself no nah, we we've only had the really we had a class five that somebody's been through but you were in your boat I did not do that <laughs> um but yeah, class three, those a kayak, fishing kayaks, tough. But anyways, it's just a, 
the raft in general, inflatable raft is. Well, we'll show you. I mean, dude, we're, it's we're gonna, so money. We're gonna like, have some videos. We're gonna have tons of pictures of it this yeah. year, and I think, I think the thing is, it really is a very effective, and it's a lot more social. You know, you're not by yeah. yourself. You're with somebody. Everything you see, they see. Um, you know, it's got more capacity in it. It's it's a it's my preferred way to go. It has been for a long time, and I think the stuff that we're gonna put out this year, I think, is gonna show you guys why it's a good way too. So, yeah. Very, very, look like I said, that. I think, if, if you're a you smallmouth fisherman, you should look into it if you want to go out with buddies because it is, it's next level on that as far as like enjoyment factor. So you'll start seeing stuff from us on that like in a month or so. I yep. think it'll be, it's exciting for us. I mean, we're looking forward to it. I think that the product that they've got, at least from, from what we've seen of it, looks like it's going to fit really well into what we do and kind mm-hmm. of our arsenal. And I think that it's going to be a good a good partnership so we look forward to that and sharing it with you guys and uh obviously you know if it's you know we haven't been on the boat yet so i don't really know if we can you know wholeheartedly endorse it but you know once we have we're gonna put it through its paces once dude. we once we put it through the paces we'll we'll yep. keep you guys updated on it so anyways that's exciting for us i'm sure that you guys don't care about it but. <laughs> uh no they'll care i think i think uh that's an untapped type of boat that a lot of guys don't know about they don't think about that like they smallmouth fish and they're like maybe they don't maybe they are conventional guys dude let me tell you something as a conventional guy like that thing is the shit like it is the shit like i remember being kind of nervous about my treble hooks around there and stuff when i first Got on yours, dude. That dude, they're every, so durable. I was, nervous, I was nervous that it would rip <clears throat> rocks. Dude, so. we banged that thing <laughs> into so many yeah. rocks, full steam, dude. We've it's bounced it's, whopper ploppers <clears throat> off of it. Dude, We've, I mean, it's so it's, durable. Yeah, it's super durable, super shallow draft. It's just a, it's a money machine. So, all right, well, that's all we have. Um, I think we that was all we had about forty five minutes ago. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're an hour and 17, so we're doing pretty good. Putting out that content, bitch. Dude, you gotta do it. <laughs> content, bitch. All, right. All, right. All right, thanks everybody for listening, and as always, free the fighter. Free the fighter.